Hello folks this is Nilanjana and you are listening to Vitra the Nisway podcast one thing you need to know about Nisway we like to draw our brand names from the Navi language and so Vitra in Navi means soul and that's kind of apt because this podcast is for the old souls the ones that like to take a minute to pause reflect on the bigger questions in life the ones that want to dive a little deeper and find more meaning in the lives that we lead We are all about those rare conversations that you end up having with an old friend or a chance acquaintance that go just a little beyond the what's up with you. So, let's get right to it. Hello folks and welcome to the 7th episode of Vitra. In today's episode, we are going to have a conversation around sustainability. We seem to be at a tipping point in human history where we have large scale environmental disasters impacting our lives and hitting home and we have 16 year olds taking to the streets demanding global action and the least we can do at this point is to amplify and expand that conversation and start making changes in our own behavior because that's where it all starts so today to discuss all of this we have with us minakshi sharma founder of use me works which is a social business centered around recycling and upcycling waste products welcome minakshi and really glad to have you on the podcast thank you nilanjana it's a pleasure to be part of this conversation i'm really happy that we've chosen this for the conversation that it's the right time also since we are in middle of a pandemic right now there are all sorts of environmental changes that we are currently facing around us so it has become essential to talk about it and also do things that can make impact create that change towards environment right now Yeah obviously this entire issue is a huge one and there's like a lot of nuances involved at every step of it mm-hmm. but just to start off with let's say if you were to boil it down to a very simple sort of concept what would you say sustainability is or how do you think about it if you google it there are plenty of definitions that we will find about sustainability but to keep it in a simple manner sustainability is when we can say that our environment our resources they're going to sustain themselves infinitely that it is never going to be exhausted that the health of our environment and the quality is not degraded with time also when we look at our needs our population right now it is able to fulfill its needs without even jeopardizing the needs of the future generation so this is the environmental sustainability it is a responsible interaction with the environment where it has more to do with how we consume how we interact with the environment around us with our resources our indulgence our consumption how we behave our developments and also our living patterns that how much burden are we creating on the planet when we talk about sustainability is also about looking at the bigger picture that what is the impact that has been created and also what kind of balance are we creating that it does not have any particular shelf life when we talk about the resources our natural resources and non-renewable resources so sustainability to me would be that all right so it seems like it is the fact that there are like several trends sort of going on right here a uh, consumption footprint you have what is that and the second is the fact that you have to realize that the resources you have right now are not inexhaustible are not infinite and so you have to balance your consumption footprint accordingly so that there's also yeah. enough left for 
uh, future generations of us. And one thing that you also started off with saying is that right now is a point with the pandemic situation. There's sort of a lot of, we've started noticing patterns around ourselves that are probably not environmentally sustainable. Even before the pandemic, we were at a point where we were seeing large-scale environmental phenomena, whether that's the forest fires in Australia or whether that's True. disasters that are impacting or causing a lot more harm for people on the planet. So why do you think it's that time or it's a time in human history where understanding sustainability has become critical right now? It has definitely because, you know, as we can all see that we are running out of time. There's always be a time when it will definitely become irreversible. We are still at a situation where we are witnessing all the things and we still have, you know, that little command in our hands. We still have that power to hold on to the whole situation and find that balance and handle it, control it. But in coming times, we may lose out that situation as well. We already are, you know, very much on the verge. So it has definitely become difficult. But I'd still say that I'm still hopeful that we still can handle it right now. All right. So there is obviously a lot of action going on in different pockets of the world. We have young kids taking to the streets and sort of demanding action <laughs> from the powers that be. But there is also a fact that when it comes to individual action, we have this feeling or there is a general perception that sustainable practices means giving up something or giving up mm -hmm. uh, giving up a sense of convenience so yeah. how do you sort of talk to people about that or bring them around or sort of like handle that kind of a thinking or get it get it yeah i agree to that that's exactly the perception right now when whenever we talk about uh, following a sustainable lifestyle people have this perception about it that you know either it's difficult or they don't have time for it it's expensive or they have to get out of their comfort zone because first of all we have to realize that it's not an option anymore and also it needs a lot of commitment once the person has that kind of understanding and the realization the significance that we need to make those switches for it would be much more easier for that person to adopt it when it is more meaningful to them it will be much more easier for that person to make that transition uh, secondly uh, it is not a new lifestyle that we are asking people to adopt if we look at it it is just the basic kind of lifestyle that we used to follow maybe two decades back before the whole industrialization and the development of you know that fast pace we were already living the basic lifestyles where we uh, used to follow minimalism, we used to upcycle, we used to consume resources in a much wiser way. We were considerate of our consumption. So these are the things we already have practiced for many, many decades before. It is just, you know, recalling that time now. Okay, all right. Like right now, we have become very accustomed to a certain level of convenience. And because we sort of lead a little divorced or a little distanced from the immediate environment, it's easy to forget mm -hmm. how much of an impact we are having or what our sort of ecological footprint is at any given point. But as you rightly pointed out, even two decades back, it was very easy to understand what kind of an impact you're having on the environment and sort of lead a lifestyle that was minimal in its very yeah. intense and there was upcycling and recycling True. going on but 
another interesting thing that you pointed out at the beginning was that once you realize how important it is, once that realization hits you, then it becomes easy to make those switches. True. So one thing I wanted to know is that when did that realization happen for you? Like, was there like a gradual thing or was there like a specific turning Mm -hmm. point where it happened for you? I wouldn't say that I ever had a turning point. It was mostly just all about connecting dots. When I was a little child, I was always drawn towards nature. I was more like that kid who was always into handcrafting and gardening. I've always been there. Definitely sustainability and everything, these concepts and understanding came a lot later. But I was very much environmentally conscious even as a child. Coming from a conventional family, So we've always, always used our resources very well. So these are the basic things that I learned while I was very, very young, where we used to actually respect our resources a lot. And, you know, while we used to consume things, we always used to upcycle and uh, look for many other ways that we can uh, find better utilizations of our resources. So it was kind of inculcated already while I was growing. So that part was just always there. And after I finished my schooling, I went to college, even while studying fashion, similar situations kept happening where we were taught design and everything. And design was also, to me, it was more like finding solutions to the problems that we were facing in the export houses and manufacturing units that we were going to, where we were witnessing a lot of waste generation. So it just came into my plateau very quickly that I started picking those kind of projects that had something to do with finding a solution to the full concept of waste generation where I also noticed that actually waste is also a design fault you know if uh, we design properly then waste wouldn't happen so that was also something that I explored so these were the things that connected me more to the whole concept of working in this area because I was seeing a huge huge gap in it so I'll say that was the turning point where I started this brand where I realized that we should definitely be working towards finding solutions for waste and how we can spread the message of responsible usage. All right. So you said because it was inculcated from childhood, the idea came naturally to you or it was like a natural progression to where you are right now. So you said whether that's upcycling or whether that's using things more responsibly and uh, stuff like that. Could you also give a few more examples of how that played out Mm -hmm. during your childhood so that like even others who are listening could also bring that thing into their homes so that children who are growing up right now can also have that thing in their childhood or inculcated in their childhood. So Any examples that come to mind? Yes, definitely. What I'd say is do things yourself. You know, if kids are listening, my advice to all of them is to work with your hands, you know, craft things, explore different materials. So many things that are always lying around in our houses. Why not explore those materials and create, you know, fun experiments using those? I always, always uh, was actually drawn towards working with hands. I love handcrafting, creating things. All these things were uh, my full-time hobbies. And definitely it helps in a lot of better understanding also. A person who upcycles will have a better relationship with the resources, have a better understanding as well. And a person who is upcycling will definitely be concerned while consuming the resources and while creating the waste as well. Because you know the process and the value for the waste. So the waste is, will never look like waste 
to that person so if you ask me while i was young i used to hold on stuff a lot so i always had a clear understanding ki agar ye kisi ka nahi hai to ye mera hai so i used to pick on those things quickly ki ye to kisi ke kaam ka nahi hai i'll just keep it and i used to keep them until i figure out ki iska karna kya hai so these were the things that kept happening with me so these were definitely things that shaped my childhood and also my habits for life right i think that's a very interesting thing that you said at the end ki agar ye kisi ka nahi hai kisi ke kaam ka nahi hai to ye mera hai and i think ha yeah i think as a kid yeah. i also used to like hoard a lot of stuff and even now yeah. like this like a lot of plastic bottles glass bottles and you know stuff that's lying around the house that me and my mother would like keep hoarding and try to make like hmm. decorative items out of them later on i think like previously it just was like a hobby but now that you understand like the significance of doing all of these things it feels good to be able to you know like not have something just like go to waste just like that Mm-hmm. and it's also uh, nilanjana very self reliant when you know you can do things yourself you're not dependent you can quickly make things by yourself and you can change them as per your needs your convenience so it's also another uh, way of looking at it while you're doing it it's a great stress buster also yeah also i think it's very fulfilling when you know your resources are in place you know you're efficiently using them so i think it's all in all a win win situation yeah yeah another thing that you pointed out was that once you start working with all of this material you also yeah. gain a deeper understanding or become more conscious of your consumption and the yes. resultant waste out of it so i think that points out the fact that there is also significant mindset shift that is yeah. needed here because a lot of times we are not conscious of what we are consuming and kya use kar rahe hain and what is going to waste basically so do you have any tips or any mental or thought experiments or anything that you do at any given point when you are consuming that sort of brings that thing into focus ki what i am consuming mm-hmm. what I'm going to waste is there anything like that that other people can start to maybe adopt to help them see what they are consuming and like consciously consume stuff hmm 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 so uh, one thing is definitely being conscious wo to karna hi padega because if we are not conscious while we are consuming things we will not think that little extra to make that usage better more effective we wouldn't know if we need you know four of those or maybe you know just one would be enough so one has to be conscious also while you keep implying this practice it naturally comes into the whole pattern of usage the organization that we started one of the main reasons was also to create a mindset where we connect with our basically products and materials that we are using and that will happen when we are personally buying and also we know more about the product if i am simply going to the supermarket and i'm picking uh, you know 50 things i wouldn't care much and i wouldn't know those 50 things honestly you know they're all on the shelf but if you're personally buying it from the maker groceries and everything i know everything is not possible to go to the maker and get it if one can do it that's the best ideal situation but if not at least for those products that are possible like we talk about clothes why not buy these from the local brands where you can go and meet the person personally you know you know how things are going around you know the maker if they are paid well so connecting more with it something which is also traditional so these are the things that i would suggest that try to know your product more that will increase the connect 
well also if i talk about even groceries you know there are so many things that we buy from uh, the people that we know there is one of my friends she bakes so we buy things from her we have a better connect while we even consuming those things you know it somehow feels much better while eating those things because i know the person who made it how it was made how safe and healthy it would have been same goes with other things also if we are wearing something or if we are using something if we have a better understanding of that product we will have a better connect and at the same time we will be for sure more conscious while using it and disposing it as well when we know the value of the product we will make sure that it does not go wasted so this is something that i would suggest to everyone to know your product more get the information around it how it is made what are the ingredients that have been used in it whether the processes the practices that have been used were ethical what is the distance that your product has traveled to reach you these are the basic things which you know if we take our little time we definitely can gather this information to make that right kind of choice towards our product we talk about fashion there's fast fashion we spend plenty of time in styling ourselves then why not to carry the same thing forward to next level to apply that to other things as well our food it's equally essential you know it's another significant thing that runs our life why not given that much time to that as well and the packaging all these things happen it will come into picture when we think a little more and when we connect a little more with our things True. it has become a little monologue <laughs> no no that's okay that's okay because i think uh, i think yeah. what sort of hit me is the word connect yeah. and that sort of came out really prominently in your thoughts there is that yeah. we need to be a little more connected to the products that we buy i think there is also this fact that because of how capitalism has functioned up until this point and how sort of convenience became like the biggest benchmark convenience and maybe like cost effectiveness so everything fell into this whole process where we started losing touch with where the product originates or where it comes from yeah one thing that's coming to mind right now is that like when i was younger or when we were younger a lot of our parents used to say like there's rice on the plate and if i'm like not eating mm. it my mother would be like do you know how many farmers have put so many hours to you know grow that that's rice. true and at that point like because you are a kid it used to seem like you just aise daat rahi hai kuch bhi but uh, but now you sort yeah. of realize that understanding where something is coming from and what's gone into it and connecting to that is sort of important to learn to not waste it and use it more responsibly that's right that's right a responsible behavior towards our resources is very very important because you know unknowingly it's creating a huge impact towards the environment and eventually it is all coming back to us in our uh, organization also when we started up these were the core agendas while we started making these products and everything and uh, basically a motto of creating a community of responsible users so that was definitely the key area that we always work on whether we personalize things or make it as per their requirement or their color set or the design preference but the main idea behind is always always to create that connect a little more so that it can stay a little longer or throughout the life because we don't need much it's only very little that we need it's just the satisfaction that we are looking for hmm. that we may not get even from you know the 100 or 200 units but if we have couple of few things that we connect with more 
I think that'll that'll just do all. I think I haven't heard anybody put it this way that even if we have a few things and we really connect with them, that is what gives us the satisfaction than just like buying more stuff. True. Yeah. Okay. So you said that shift in mindset and your motto of creating a community that understands mm. responsible usage. So do you now see a shift in the general mindset of people as to are they more accepting of what sustainability is or responsible usage is? I'd say yes, definitely. So back in 2011, when I just, you know, when I was in college and I just started working over this thing, it was an alien concept and most people looked at me like a fool ki are pata nahi kya kar rahi par uh, abhi from past couple of years i would say there had been a drastic change in the people of our city they are more aware definitely and also there are people who want to put that effort they want to make that choice of that shift so there is a lot of change and it is bound to happen and is going to increase more and more because things are not hidden from us anymore because earlier it was only in news that we used to hear all these incidents that have been happening around the world but right now it's happening with us we're living in delhi and we know what kind of scenarios we face every year like mask has become an integral part of our wardrobe now we have to have them we have to wear them whether it's pollution or now virus or some of the other thing it's there around the year and uh, environment imbalance is definitely the biggest reason that we are facing this so people are realizing that we have to bring in that change and it's definitely helpful because uh, as more and more people join in we are going to be much more stronger in bringing these uh, changes also and to work towards the whole problem collectively right yeah i think another fun thing that you saying here was that ki when you were starting off use me works in um, 2011 there was a lot of skepticism around ki pata nahi kya kar rahi hai right so uh, <laughs> yeah. and i think that sort of also reminds me of the uh, last episode we did around following your passion and where we sort of ended up talking about ki most of the times following your passion as you see in like popular <laughs> culture or something following your passion would usually come to a point where you are just taking the decision to do something drastic or to do something different but hmm. nobody shows or talks about what happens after that after you have taken the decision how much of a struggle or work uh, that goes ahead and involves so what i wanted to know from you was that as you said ki people said pata nahi kya kar rahi hai so then what was your reaction to that or how did you sort of keep at it to sort of grow your initiative to where it is today so as i said that lot of people also criticized it but then at the same time there were a lot of people who even appreciated it because the people who had an understanding they found it really relevant but more than that one has to realize that what is the core reason that you've chosen to do it is it more to do with the people around you or their opinion or is it something that you truly connect with for doing so for me that was the catch this was something i connected the most with to work upon so it was no more like a choice to me mujhe to yahi karna tha this is what i really wanted to do i had that strong gut feeling towards it the kind of connect that i had working towards this whole concept was something which never gave me any second thoughts and struggle is part of it if you've chosen something new to work on then struggle failures success everything will be part of it 
so one has to be prepared while taking it and just go for it all right so what you're saying is that if you like connect with it strongly enough and it's like hmm. you know for sure this is what you want to do then what other people are saying at any point of time doesn't really matter you have to yes. go ahead with it there's one thing i'd like to add on also like with choosing things to do it i feel that every individual is different we all have different aspirations we all have different things that we connect i definitely feel that you know it'll be great if we can be a little more open about the idea of picking up things that we work upon we always associate it with being successful you know we always talk about and we always appreciate those entrepreneurs or those people who have picked up something different and also eventually became successful but i think that is the main reason that people refrain to pick these different unexplored new fields because they are very diplomatic about the result i really feel so so i always felt that you know there should be definitely more people coming in who are picking up different fields not just engineers doctors and you know sports but there should be more experimentation in field of artists we as a country i always felt that we have this interest in those professions that have been more successful or fetch us more money person who has to pick something to work on should not be connecting with those ideas rather should feel free to pick up things that they want to work on irrespective of the fact whether they had been successful or not before i feel so like what's your take on this uh, no i think i think that sort of takes me right back to our first episode where we were discussing the topic of purpose and where hmm. we were talking about the uh, yes there is doctors and engineers and we need them but not everybody's yeah. purpose in life is that and you need hmm. to be able to know what is it that you don't want to do and finally figure out or explore yourself to what is it that you want to do and yeah. that that whole idea of success is i think very prevalent in our country that yeah. you pick professions that you sort of end up being traditionally successful but i would think once you pick up something that you really connect to in terms of the work that you are doing if you are doing that well that in itself is a measure of success we don't necessarily that's true measure success in terms of like yeah. position or designation or money in that sense but yeah so now that we are talking about the being successful in whatever mm. it is that you choose to do part of it has there been like moments like this when you have felt very satisfied and very validated in your choice of profession let's say like what you are doing have you felt like okay this is my moment where i feel like yes this is what i was doing it for mm. um Yes, uh, definitely, definitely. There had been I'd been fortunate to experience many such incidents where we received huge support from people, whether it was from clients or family or the colleagues that we were working with, and also the kind of deliverables that we had and the kind of response that we got from the people, from the media coverage and everything. It was like a huge validation. and it was very accomplishing as well that what we were working was creating an impact it was creating that little stir into the whole concept that we were trying to talk about or bring in into our practice so yeah we have definitely experienced those validations and everything i can talk about couple of examples when we started uh, there were only little projects that we were doing since we provide upcycling as a service so there were a lot of families who came in to us with their old scraps which we upcycled and gave them back in form of things that they could reuse you know 
whether we were changing their old sarees and suits into rug or uh, their shirts and pants into cloth bags or decoratives or upcycling little toys or things other than that sometimes there were you know factories that were coming to us where we were creating packaging you know as a replacement for their plastic bags that they were using out of their own scraps and everything that they were left with after the production was done to help them create a circular model so circular is when uh, you know it completes a circle while the production is happening and the byproduct also gets consumed into the whole process of it that's how we create a circular model so these were the things that while people were joining in we were forming a community it was like a continuous validation that we were receiving that yes we were finding real solutions to the problems that people are facing with the waste so that was the moment that we realized and many such projects uh, keep coming into our way which we kept working on so that was a huge motivation that kept us going all right obviously there have been like high points throughout this whole journey have there also been points where this has been difficult and i think another sort of thing that i have been curious to understand is that with upcycling or with upcycled products there is also an expectation that you shift or you switch your behavior to a different kind of consumption and not using balloons at birthday parties or streamers at birthday parties but rather using mm-hmm. something upcycled and all of that so there's a switch in behavior that is required and that switch in behavior by the consumer is very essential mm. to your business so was that it true. difficult to get to people or start or to get to a point where people very consciously or very willingly made those switches and you know adopted your products and adopted upcycling No 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 it was not easy at all and that is the reason we realized that uh, while we are making and selling these products we are trying to work on the service to help people we would definitely have to simultaneously also work on the knowledge part where we make people understand what is the significance what is the purpose of uh, using these products and putting in that support into this whole thing collectively that is the reason we started giving seminars and the workshops series that we do where we make people try their hands on waste so that they can themselves experience that how their waste can also be useful the stigma attached to it where we don't want to touch our waste we don't want to deal with it we just pick it gives it and throw it so that we can help them create that mental shift so we started working on that as well and through that there was a great difference in their behaviors in coming times we constantly received feedback from these people that how after the workshops that they attended or after the seminar how they upcycled at home or you know they were more careful while consuming or they made that switch instead of plastic they took an eco friendly one so they applied reduce reuse refuse reject all these and actually made a difference in their living so it was like an ongoing parallel process that we were doing otherwise it was very difficult and it was also somewhere i would say incomplete to only produce product and then to sell them because ultimately see nilanjana 
upcycling is not a solution you know you're just increasing the shelf life of the product waste mm. is still going to be there mm. so even if i change a t-shirt into a bag you know i first wear the t-shirt for like 3 years and then change it into a bag i may use it for another 3 years but that still is going to be there upcycling is just a process which helps the person to have a better connect with the resource and it also increases the shelf life of the product that's it so one has to understand the other criticalities as well all right i think i'm very glad to hear you talk in this vein where you say upcycling is not like the ultimate solution it's there it's increasing yeah. the shelf life but the fact is that people also have to understand the whole circle and the whole meaning of sustainability yeah. to get to a point where they yeah. understand why things like this is important another thing that's interesting about use me works is the aspect of economic sustainability as well because of the people that you employ so if i'm to understand correctly you employ women and give them a better way to earn for themselves and sort of become yes. financially independent in that aspect so can you sort of like shed some light on that like how did that come sure. about yeah so first idea was to actually open a workspace where people don't have to travel far so if in my right now working space there are only couple of people including me who actually travel far other than that all the employees just live right outside the workshop when we were just setting it up we realized that it will make more sense because you know sustainability as an idea is not just about to care about environment it is about working on those weaker areas wherever it needs help to find that balance you know to care towards your environment at the same time your living beings that section of the society that needs help as well so working in a more holistic way decided that let's take these women on board because in this area there was no other source of employment for them then we started the training program we got them in our studios and and then we started teaching them how they can do the basic stitching and introducing them to the whole concept because it was very new to them and they were pretty surprised initially ki hum ye kar kya rahe hain hum to bas waste mein kaam kar rahe hote hain there was reluctance also but soon enough they understood the concept and its significance and they also started liking the concept of working on waste it is very fulfilling for sure it is when you create something out of complete waste you know you create something useful it's very fulfilling so soon enough they also started connecting to the whole concept we definitely were not able to match up with the quality and the design level that other design houses and places were creating but then we also did not get into those areas because we knew our shortcomings we kept ourselves into the basic product where we were trying to help people with a little design capabilities and uh, understand that we had we only created basic products so that these women could work upon them easily so we majorly worked on packaging and little accessories and things that did not need much of intricacies okay okay yeah so currently how many women work with your organization uh there are about 30 
All right. I didn't expect yeah. that to be that big a number actually. Um, <laughs> so since all of them do not come to the studio whole days because of, you know, different reasons as they have kids or they can't come, they don't have permission or something like that. So there are also many ladies who work from home. So counting those as well, I'd say there are about 30. I think that's a great way to, as you said, fill in the gaps or helping wherever the system is weaker. Yeah. Going there and strengthening the system as such. And I think there is also that whole issue of like, while a lot of us who have monetary resources have this whole excessive or larger than life consumption patterns, we consume more than that's required. But the ultimate impact of all of that consumption sort of falls on the lower economic sections of the society, actually. And so the fact that an initiative like that is able to actually help out or strengthen those sections of the society is, I think, a very good example of something really good that's happening right there. Yeah, since we were involving much more with people, you know, we kept encountering these queries from these families who were trying to live a sustainable lifestyle regarding their usage, their disposal. So we were constantly receiving these uh, different kinds of queries that we could work upon and we kept exploring them. It was the festival time, there were people who didn't want to use plastic decorations. So we started uh, providing them eco-friendly and zero-waste decors. That was something that was really, really useful for all those people where we were able to save a lot of waste generation. So this is something which we really enjoyed working on and it was making a lot of impact. We also covered Christmas tree, eco-friendly Christmas tree. I think I saw that, uh, that, yeah. Yeah, that was actually a huge milestone for us because uh, it was like all over the news. It was 40 feet high and again, we didn't have a lot of time. So within a week, our entire team worked day and night to make that happen. So it was a huge accomplishment for us to create that. It actually saved tons of plastic waste generation. So that was very fulfilling to do that. That must have been like a huge coming together moment for the entire organization. Yeah. All right. So one thing that I wanted to sort of understand was that your organization is an individual sort of effort and you are working towards generating awareness and also helping people increase the shelf life of whatever it is that they're consuming by upcycling products for them. And there are obviously other organizations out there who are doing similar work in the sustainability movement. So that's one part of it. But there is also individuals like us who can make certain small changes in their own lifestyle and as we've already discussed becoming conscious about your consumption is one of those things but would you have a set of other small steps like that that individuals can take and sort of play an active role in this whole movement towards sustainability yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely because you know while I was working on this I was constantly encountering such questions where people found it very difficult and I thoroughly used my lockdown to explore the same where we're even doing a series of green hacks. That is what we're calling them. Okay. Where we are coming up with these simple ways that people can employ in their daily life. And, you know, these are little simple switches that we all can easily adopt and live sustainably. One of the few that I'm going to share is, you know, now it's very hot and uh, we all are using um, air conditioners. So for air conditioners, the best is to not to use it, of course. 
but if you have to use it then use it when you really need it until the time you want it like set a timer and also yeah. use it as a optimal temperature of 24 degrees which has been there by the government as well that it still takes up less load on energy so keeping it 24 degrees which is a decent temperature to be in then segregating your waste where you take two bins and you know you keep your kitchen waste separate and your dry waste where you put the metal paper plastic everything separate that is one thing that we all can do composting is there composting may be a little difficult for a lot of people but then one can do it in a bucket as well plenty of videos online we are also making these videos you know the simple methods that you can do to use your kitchen waste and uh, compost it another simple thing i would say is uh, keep following the lockdown you know do a voluntary lockdown you know when this thing was implicated 2 3 months we were in house you know and uh, there was no other way otherwise we could have ever done that and imagine that we could do that that is but true. we did that right so uh, do a voluntary lockdown maybe once a week maybe two days a week if possible don't go anywhere just stay home you know live your lockdown memories and spend time with your family do things but yeah be home you know while we are at home there are a lot of activities that uh, can happen outside in the environment when there is less indulgence we are creating less pollution there's less of movement so i think that is something that we should incorporate also simple things would be while well, uh, in the kitchen when you wash your vegetables that same water can be reused to water your plants in the garden these are the things uh, yeah. that one can use and also taking the products that have a better packaging instead of plastic buy in bulk these are the simple things that we can do and spending time in nature you know connecting back would definitely help because then you know our mind automatically starts working towards it itself like connecting with resources we talked about mm. buying local buying in bulk knowing your manufacturer better who's making it where it is coming from and understanding the waste all these little things if we can be more conscious about that is going to make whole lot of difference in our usage and how we conduct ourselves right and i think as you were saying i also realized that some of these are very easy things to do but just that either we not very conscious or aware of it ki ha ye bhi kar sakte hain or the fact that we are just like this is like one extra step so maybe not do it and i think those are the two things sort of that come in the way of like hmm hmm maybe hota hai na sabko ye lagta hai ki isse karne se kya hoga mere karne se kya hoga exactly ye bhi bahut zyada lagta to usne i just want to say one thing that there are millions of such people out there right now saying this very line कि मेरे एक करने से क्या होगा इतनी छोटी सी चीज से कुछ नहीं होगा बट दैट्स नॉट ट्रू इवन दैट वन सिली थिंग कैन एक्चुअली मेक लॉर्ड ऑफ डिफरेंस एंड इंस्टेड ऑफ नॉट डूइंग एनीथिंग डूइंग दैट इवन सिली थिंग वुड हेल्प एंड आल्सो लॉर्ड ऑफ पीपल एक्चुअली ट्राई टू जंप इन वेरी क्विकली सी सस्टेनेबल लाइफस्टाइल इज अ प्रोसेस इट इज गोइंग टू टेक सम टाइम इट कैन नॉट हैपन ओवरनाइट सो वन शुड बी प्रिपेयर ऑफ टेकिंग दीज सिंपल स्टेप्स slowly you know let's just take two or one habit and do it for a month and then add on new more things lot of people try to jump into it completely and then leave it soon enough so the mantra is to go slow and keep following it 
maybe not 100%, maybe 20% to start with or 30 to 40. That even constantly 40% would make a lot of difference. Exactly. I think that's a very good thing to point out here. And I think that also comes from your experience of working with people and watching them take that step. Yeah fall back to earlier practices. Yeah, I mean, trying to do all of it together might become a little bit overwhelming for a lot of people, yes. But yeah, as you said, uh, starting small and sort of like following that for period of time before you add more sustainable practices to it is probably like a very yeah. good way to go about it. Any big change has to start small in that sense. That is true. That is true. And we also have built up our concept eventually only. If we started with making just upcycled products while we were working on it, we had more exposure and understanding and then we added on things. You know, we were just upcycling about, you know, 5 kgs of waste to growing it up to 200 kgs a month. It has been a process and it is an ongoing process. We're constantly working on it to increase it. So I think everybody should have that understanding and that much patience around them because it is not something that we can achieve overnight. But also even little efforts will go a long, long way in this whole journey. I think that's a good thing to take back from here. Whatever it is that you do, whatever it is that you feel comfortable starting with, start with that, follow that. And, you know, then slowly build up your list of sustainable practices that you're doing and know that this will make an impact. Whether you can Hmm. see it or not right now, it will make an impact eventually. Yes. Yeah. And it will also, you know, more than the environmental, the person who's doing it, they will... Uh, experience in their own life as well not just the quality would increase you know as collectively we work towards environment we will have better air better water better land and everything but otherwise also if you live sustainably you have more time for yourself also because you you know you're decluttered you have less stuff so otherwise also the quality of life increases with that all right. I think that's a very good note to sort of conclude this on. And I am very grateful to have had this conversation with you because while I knew some of the things and I guess a lot of people out there know a lot of these things around sustainability as to like why it's important and you know, small things that we can do. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you can actually do it and make a difference and spread that message even from like going from one person to going out into a community and sort of like making that impact happen. I think that's something not everybody realizes and this conversation will probably help people realize that. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I'm happy. (laughs) All right. So it's been great talking to you. Thank you for... uh, Thank you so much, Nilanjana. Thank you so much. It has been pleasure, pleasure talking about the whole concept and you know it was very nostalgic also you know through the whole journey right now talking about it and I hope uh, our listeners like it find it useful yes I am sure they definitely will find it useful and it was super fun to have you here and thanks for listening to this episode if you like the conversation do share this episode with your friends and family we at Nisway would love to hear from you guys so if you have any suggestions ideas about topics we can cover in the future or simply want to get into a deep and meaningful conversation with us reach out to us at podcast at nisway.com you can also connect with us on any of our social media handles it's nisway on instagram facebook twitter and linkedin Finally, make sure to follow Vitra on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, or Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast fix to never miss an episode. And we'll see you around next time. Thank you. Thank you.